Hello everyone and welcome to an apotheosis of a bombast episode number 36. Uh, I am Ultimate Manus and with me as normal is Scott Copperman in a little country, a very tiny country called America or USA <laughs> in other parts of the world. I, on the other hand, am living in England and that place created football. Not soccer, not American football, not lacrosse, football. And next year, in 2010, will be the World Cups. And we will be destroying the USA on the green grass of home and hopefully picking up a trophy in the, <laughs> in the process of it. Although, knowing my luck, I bet we don't. So how are you anyway? Are you scared? Scared? No, I'm not quite scared. I know the United States is going to stand tall and reassert themselves as they did some 230-something years ago, declare its sports independence from Great Britain. Ah, uh, now, right, okay, fair enough. Let's start from the very beginning. <laughs> it's not Great Britain. It's like calling Canada the 51st state. Okay. It's not Great Britain. It's England. It's not Scotland. It's not Ireland. It's not Wales. It's not the Isle of Wight. It's not New Jersey. Plays the Isle of Wight, but I don't think anyone from the Isle of Wight plays for England. But it's England. Okay. Okay. So for a while, we were both parts of the British Empire. Yeah, we we were equals at one point back in the seventeen. You'd like to think so, wouldn't you? <laughs> right. But then one side of the Atlantic said, "You know what? Forget this. We're doing it our own way." Yeah. Didn't you have a party or yeah, something? Dump some tea. Big, big uh, show of aggression there. <laughs> <laughs> See what we're doing? See what we're doing? You'll find out about this in four months when word gets back across the Atlantic, but we did it. Mm. There's two things that, that always amazed me about, uh, a lot of things amazed me about the Revolutionary War and just all that era, but number one, just how long it took for information to get back and forth. You would think the colonies are unhappy, okay, and it would take... <laughs> three months for word to get to uh, the powers that be and then another three yeah. months for their response to come back and at that point people are probably like oh yeah we don't care anymore or... yeah it, a lot of times passed <laughs> yeah the messages probably would have been quicker if they all formed an orderly line and actually passed it in between hands to the commanding officer and then all the way back again right but it would be like the uh, telephone game so it would start out saying you know the americans are unhappy with taxation and their, their situation in the government, and by the time it gets to the end, it'll be... Uh... Americans pick their bump hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Chinese whispers. That's right. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Are you scared for the footy? Uh... Are you bothered about the footy? Because I tell you, you better be. <laughs> I don't know. I'm wondering if we'd be better off with our women's soccer team, although the, the men's soccer or football team seems to be on an upswing lately. But I actually went to the same high school. I was one grade ahead of uh, Christine Lilly, who's, who's one of the more prominent and more famous American female soccer players. Yeah. And so, like, the whole time, like, my college years and after, like, women's soccer has been so much stronger in this country. It's, Is it a girls' sport in America? It's a youth sp Everybody plays it until they're about 13, 13 or 14. And then from that point on... It is, and I, I blame that on what we have, something called Title IX, which is all about men's and women's sports having equal resources invested in them. Mm -hmm. And our football, American football, is such an expensive and prevalent sport 
and it's it's a fall sport season wise. So the counterpart for that at a lot of schools and and moving on is women's soccer. So you have a lot of investment in in this American rules football, and then to balance it out, uh, women's basketball and women's soccer mm-hmm. get get a boatload of money that doesn't go into the men's program because it's already invested in another sport. So I, I think once you get beyond a certain age, it is a more of a women's sport. Yeah, it, it's growing in the sport over here. But to be honest, I'd rather see beach volleyball grow over here. <laughs> we haven't got many beach volleyballs. I can't wait to get a higher definition TV and watch the new Olympics with ladies beach volleyball on there. <laughs> I bet that was the highest viewed uh, sport in the Olympics. I wonder, though, if you'll sit there and be like, oh, ooh, they're not as pretty as I thought they were. Go back to the lower definition channel. Yeah. That, that mole is not, I didn't see that mole before. And ooh, there's some leathery skin there from all that time in the sun. <laughs> oh. Both on the men and the women. So, um, will you be following the World Cup at all? At I, any point at all? I will. Apart from uh, when we drill you. 6-0. <laughs> I will. And and there's definitely an effort on the, the sports networks here. They recognize that, that it's one of the most popular sports in the world, or if not the most popular. And the mm-hmm. World Cup will come at around a time when... Well, no, it's it's May, right? May and June? Uh, Yeah. So, oh, June or July, some, somewhere like that anyway, yeah. So the only real direct competition it'll have is baseball, and baseball is kind of losing popularity. So it, it'll be it'll get a lot of national hype, you know, trying to, try to generate a lot of enthusiasm toward uh, certainly the match against England. But I, I actually think probably here the focus is more on, on other powers, Brazil, Mexico. Iran? Well, I don't th- even know if they're in this. World Cup. I know you played them a couple of years ago. See, and even that, I, I think it was more about just you can't lose to them. Doesn't matter how good or bad they are, just not allowed. Like the Chinese team, politically and and national identity wise, we don't want to lose yeah. to them. We can lose to Sweden. That's harmless. <laughs> but, See, we're not allowed to lose to anyone. Otherwise, the press just the press from around about the New Year would just build it up so much. There's talk on now, uh, as soon as we win like a qualifying match or a friendly match mm-hmm. against a big powerhouse, say like Argentina, or we draw against Brazil, or we win against France, or then the press jump on it and, oh, we're going to win the World Cup. If we have a crappy old draw with Ireland, or uh, let's pull another team out of the air, Chile, maybe, um, someone along them lines, then all of a sudden it's like we're slammed. And all the players are slammed. There's no happy medium of, oh, the guys are doing quite well. You know, their, their progression, we, we, we can see mm-hmm. build up of the team. There's nothing like that. It's either, yes, we're brilliant, or no, we're rubbish, we told you. <laughs> well, you know, I was thinking about that a little bit. Maybe, uh, I know we have a lot of time to plan it, but it might be fun to do some sort of contest where people try to predict, like, the bracket the way they do with college basketball here. Once we know what all the draws are, all the seedings, we can can go through and, and kind of invite the listeners to make their picks. Yeah, we could, yeah, they could pick a team. We'll offer a prize, yeah. Oh, I like that. Okay, there we go. We're the first ones to do it, guys. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll pencil in, check back to the space to find out more. Yeah, there'll be a lot more build-up to the World Cup. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be like a World Cup show. Whoa. But when England play, you, know, you guys, yes. at football, then it's going to be good. <laughs> Trust me. Ah, speaking of other sports, Tiger Woods quits golf, didn't he? Yes. Surprisingly, at the same time when I had my first round of nine. I heard he got word of uh, your outing. 
And uh-huh. it was a little intimidation. Passing of the torch, they say. I, I heard he was making little chocolate buttons out of his bum hole. <laughs> at, at the sound of me picking up the clubs, dusting them down, and swing a them. Did you know it's the lowest score that wins in golf, right? I, I do now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my first drive, I've never played a round, ever. Mm-hmm. And my first drive, we, I, my brother-in-law took me, and we sat on the tee, and he punted his up there, and it went nice and straight. And then I was there, and there's always like old guys standing around. Whenever I play either football or pool or snooker, there's always the, the lonely guys that sit around and watch the other people that can play mm-hmm. play. And there was a, a table there with a couple of people drinking a couple of beers, and they were just watching the other people tee off from the first tee. And then I stepped up, and they must have gone, ah, oh, look at this prick. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I queued it all up. Well, not queued up because that's uh, snooker. I I wiggled my bum. I bent my knees. I had my stance. Had it all ready. I, I saw it in my mind. My first hit would be mwah, bellissimo. I teed it up, swung away, and the ball just went. It, it went up in the air, <laughs> but then landed on the fairway of the second hole. Ah. <laughs> Were you dressed the part? Did you look like you knew what you were doing clothing-wise, or were you... What, the long the long socks, uh, short shorts, big hat? No. Well, no, and you don't want to go too far that way, but you know, then there's also the, the person who's like, oh, you know, I'm just here because my friend's bringing me, and you know, they definitely don't dress the part at all. They're you know, wearing sandals uh, instead of shoes. And I was in football trainers and jeans and a jacket. It was freezing. Yeah. It was absolutely freezing. Big woolly hat on as well, and and then I I managed to lose that first ball, and then after that it it got progressively progressively good. So, <laughs> Did you play you nine holes or eighteen? Nine, nine. It was nice though. Yeah, it was pretty good. Very. It's, it's worth dipping into it. I'd like to have a day where I try and do as many sports as I can. <laughs> I, I've done it before where I've been at work and at lunchtime we played football. And then in the evening, we played pool and snooker. Yeah. And then I think we played crazy golf or uh, pitch and putt before. Mm-hmm. We you know, got three or four in there. And if you're driving your van, so you try and race your van home as well. So, you know, it's <laughs> technically a, a game as well. So yeah. four or five uh, sports in one day. But I'd like to get as many in in one day as I can and then rest for two <laughs> weeks. <laughs> I, I've played golf a couple of times. I I'm, I'm not very good at it. I can be average for a little while. It just It's just too slow for me. And by the time I get to, like, the seventh hole, I it kind of just lose interest. You know, especially if it's kind of going south of good. <laughs> so, yeah, if it's it's definitely a confidence sport, isn't it? Yeah. My so, first three holes were monster bad. Mm-hmm. They were horrible. And I lost one ball. Uh, then I lost another ball in in the swept-up leaves. And I hunted around there for about 10 minutes trying to find this ball. I could not find it. And I, I gave up. I was like, no, that's it. I'll pick up another ball. I'll start with a third ball now. And this was only on like, the second hole, I think it was. Yeah. And as I picked up my uh, golf club bag, there it was. It was laying there. I don't, <laughs> I don't think it rolled out of a pocket. I really don't. But <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't see that there before, but it was there. So Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So you think you'll do it again? Um, yeah, I'll definitely do it again. Hopefully I'll have more confidence in the first few holes, but no time soon. Not yeah. just yet, no. <laughs> not till but I, I put it on Facebook. 
yeah. I put it on Facebook that I actually played golf, and someone put up a link for a. Uh, in Japan, they've brought out a golf bra. Uh, basically, the, the woman puts on this bra. It's green, but if she want, suddenly wants to play golf for any reason at all, she takes off her bra, lays it down, and it's got like green bays, so you can do like little putting trials <laughs> in your front room. Jeez. Obviously, with a half-naked lady. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> but the actual cups, they look like um oh. Cherry Bakewell tarts. If you if you had like a, a you know the little silver foil uh, tin cup that they come in. Yeah. It looks like two of them as the the not the pockets. See, I'm talking about snooker again. The actual hole. And it looked you know, how are you supposed to put your boobs in them? And then, you know, the, you, know you get crumbs around them and uh, but, yeah. I'll put a link up for that as well. But these crazy Jap- Japanese I was gonna say Japaneses, but yeah, the crazy Japanese. Oh, man. It's a good show, isn't it? It is. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, a, a little something going on here. It's it's kind of played out probably over the last month. But obviously, we're getting close to Christmas. And uh, my son is in fourth grade. And mm-hmm. he's he's a young fourth grade. He's he's right before the cutoff for where you'd have to wait another year for school. And and uh, my wife is four foot 11, so he's, tall, he's small. He's um, real shy and kind of nerdy and all. <laughs> I know, I'm painting a great picture. But so everything about him just kind of exudes a more mature, younger version of himself. So people see him and and they think he's like the super mature second grader as opposed to an average, pretty mature fourth grader and all. Yeah. But but I know, and over the last couple of years and so, my wife's so excited for him and, and his sister to someday have like girlfriends and boyfriends and and she's always kind of needling him, trying to get a little bit of information. And he's he's like a steel trap. There's nothing, no interest in anything. And I, I, when I was growing up, I was the same way. I didn't talk to my parents about anything, anybody I liked or crushes or anything. But yeah, funny enough, I was like that as well. Yeah, it's it's I don't know. Some people have a, a like Marianne had a different relationship with her parents, and I, in a way, I was kind of jealous of that. I, but I don't know. It's, it would feel kind of weird with. My parents being the way they were, I, I don't know. I don't know what's the best way. But I, I can kind of see Marianne's point, and I, I I don't want to be left out. I kind of want to know, at least for some of these like early things. So anyway, I've asked every once in a while what's going on at school. And I always ask if anyone's like picking on him at school, if there's anybody he really likes, anybody he wants to like play with or anything. And one day I asked him if there was anybody uh, he liked, like girls he thought were cuter than the others, or that if he got paired up with someone, would he want to? And he's always like, no, no, no. And I asked if there was uh, anybody else in class, though, that claimed to have a boyfriend or girlfriend and all. And he said, yeah. So I was like, oh, well, that's kind of fits. Because I remember, like, fifth grade, maybe fourth, fifth grade was kind of when I first had that first crush. And and I told him one time, I said, well, there's this girl, Vicky DeBerry, and I can remember I got her, like, a little necklace one time, and... So I kind of used that as an icebreaker. I was like, was there, was there anybody that, that you think you'd want to do that? And he's like, no, no, no. So we got closer to Christmas. So right around Thanksgiving, I asked him again. I said, is there anybody you want to get a present for? Like a, a friend? Is there a girl maybe you want to get something? And to my surprise, he said, yes, there was somebody he wanted to get something for. Cool. So I didn't know because I didn't know if I put the idea in his head or if it was real. So I asked a couple questions and, and there's a girl that sits next to him that he kind of likes. She's, you know, he, he's noncommittal about everything. And he didn't want to tell anybody. He didn't want his mom to know. <laughs> so I'm caught in the middle. So here's question number one. Do you honor the request not to include Mrs. Elton? 
or well, <laughs> we're keeping her the mystery woman. <laughs> and I know your son is younger. Or do you feel like it's in your own best interest to beg her to respect the fact that she's not supposed to know and tell her anyway? Um, I don't know because I haven't been in that position. I'd say tell her, but tell her under no circumstances. Let him find out. Otherwise, you're on an ass kicking. Right. Well, that's that's the route I went, and I did that because number one, if it was reversed, I'd be pissed to be left out. You know, I I I don't want her and my daughter to have like a secret. Not, I mean, someday that's fine, but I don't want to be like left out of the loop. <laughs> oh, woe betide the first person who tries to pull my daughter. Yeah. Oh my God, he's gonna get it. <laughs> I'm gonna scare the bejesus out of him. I really am. <laughs> also, she. She wants to know so badly. So it was like, well, you know, God, if she finds out, I knew and I didn't tell her. So I, I didn't tell her right away. He, we were out Christmas shopping one day and um, the, the whole family and he and I snuck off. We went to like every store looking for something and she just assumed it was for her. And I told her later, like, no, actually it's for this girl in this class, but you can't tell him, you know. And I, I worked on it. Every time we went and looked, I said, you know, Jay, if it, if it was me and and you guys were leaving me out, or if your sister was kind of leaving me out, I'd kind of be hurt. Let, let's tell mom. She won't hurt anybody. You know, she, I promise she'll be good. And I'll, it, that was the other thing. It was like 50-50. Would she respect it, or would she be so over the top that it'd be like, oh, God, what a mistake. <laughs> like, it would have been better to keep her quiet. But she was good. Yeah. He, he finally conceded. So there was a whole discussion as we were going through. And, you know, being a young kid, you see the big glitzy, rhinestone over-the-top kind of stuff and I was like yeah I don't know let's let's think maybe we could go holiday-ish but then it's it's only going to get worn maybe once it's um heart says a lot I don't know there's things with the fake diamonds you didn't want it to look too expensive you didn't want to intimidate so that was a whole discussion and then as we're recording this we're probably about a week left of school for him and and the new dilemma is delivery of said item. I, I yeah. don't know much about the person. So then what if you give it and the reaction is kind of like, oh, she might say nothing, but her friend might say something. Or, hey, kid, did you give her the necklace? Why? And Yeah. I said, is he prepared for the <laughs> obligatory? It's like he's getting married. Are you prepared now to, to have to sit at the lunch table with her if she wants you to or be your partner for things? <laughs> and, I, I, and I kept stressing, it might not be that way, but just you can't just do this and like throw it at her and walk away. You have to... Yeah. You know, you have to want to be friends and all. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Has he um has he punched her yet? No. I know it sounds a really weird question, but don't you normally like uh you, you punch the the girl that you really fancy? You're like, oh, I'm really hating you. He's. I think it might have had that kind of like goofiness to it, but they're, they're so structured in school. Like, there's hardly any time to giggle and fool around and chat and all. And, but no, he hasn't gotten in trouble for pestering her or uh, talking when they're not supposed to. Yeah. I think it's far less of a, of a genuine crush than, than I could make it out to be, but but it's the first. That's significant. So delivery is the new issue now. There's there's three days left. Three three days left where he can do it of school. And he's kind of anxious, wants to do it soon. I'm kind of nervous. I'd prefer it to be walking out the door on the last day. <laughs> that would be my win-win situation. But I can kind of understand... Then he misses out on the reaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's this balance of... I understand the, the last day thing, because then you can hear, have this, bye-bye, and you can run away. And then you can think, oh, 
all the way through the Christmas holiday, he'll be thinking, does she like it? Doesn't she like it? What's going on? He'll be torturing him. So he, he wants to know what's going on. So, But I also I don't think he recognizes what it could be like. Let's say he gives it to her at like lunch. Then all of a sudden there's 15 people going, oh, what's that? Yeah. And and he he could be oblivious to the fact that someone else might really like him, who's then upset and mad and uh, I don't know. God, being a kid sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. Did he buy her transformer? No. <laughs> no. Rubbish. So I would have gone that way. He ended up going with something that's got a little star on it. It's pretty neutral. It's pretty plain, but it's it's definitely a gift. And and I have a feeling there's going to be some some reaction to it. I hope it's a good one, and I hope she wears it for at least like a day. And, yeah, and then the most telling, telling thing was she was gone for a couple of days, and I, I wanted him to find out from her if she was going on vacation or something because you don't want to miss that opportunity either. So we didn't know where she was. Turned out she was sick, but she missed a couple of days. And on the third day she wasn't there, he says, "Well, I could give it to someone else." <laughs> I was like, "No, that's not how it works." And even that, then I was like, "Well, wait, maybe we're totally overhyping this." And I said, "Do you want to give it to someone else?" He goes, "No, I really want to give it to her." So. So I felt better about that. What about um, giving, passing out the present and then with a card and it's got blah, blah, blah. Hi, this is just a present from me. And then the number at the bottom, like a telephone number. That's probably what it'll have to be. And I, I also think he should maybe try to do like a collection of things. If he's like at his table at school, there's three other people he knows well. And I think one other kid, so five, five or six total. So if he were to give a candy cane to this one and a, you know, like a little little card and trinket to the four other people, and this yeah. little necklace is just in a little box, it, he might be able to do that low key. And if he times it right as they're heading out the door, <laughs> but she's gonna look it on the bus and oh, I don't know. <laughs> I know you can't protect them and you have to go through experiences at all. And and I, I'm sure. Everybody has things that they sit there and they go, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. Or Oh, yeah, everyone's got that. Everyone's had that sort of situation, haven't they, when they were you know, seven or eight or even 15 or 18 or 30. Yeah. Everyone's had- and I don't want to micromanage it for him either because I could, I could sit there and kind of frame it a certain way for him. But I, I kind of want him safely to be able to do it on his own. Yeah. <laughs> well, so there's, there's uh, of course, like everything. There's something on the Internet about this. So there's this thing called WikiHow, which is basically like the way Wikipedia, people can just write about anything, whether they know what they're talking about or not. <laughs> and so WikiHow is how-to guides of how to do everything, whether you really know what you're doing or not. And one of the things is how to give hints of a crush in elementary school. Awesome. So I'll, I'll read it. We'll put the link in the show notes, but I'll read it. It's pretty simple. Uh, the article is, let's say you've got this crush and you're dying for him or her to notice you. You don't want to tell him or her there and then, but you may want to hint around and flirt a little bit. This article covers that. So the four steps are, number one, remember that you are in elementary school. If you're a fifth grader, you're pretty much considered a middle schooler, and you may do things that a second grader might look odd doing. This guide is initially for fourth and fifth grades. So step two, walk by your crush quite often and smile at him or her. Not a creepy smile, just a smile you would give a friend. Step three, Sit at the same lunch table as him or her and make eye contact. Strike up a conversation about last night's homework or the science test tomorrow. Talk about simple things. And number four, find out if he or she likes you too. Ask him or her, or if you're too scared, ask your friend to do it for you. Another way to tell if they like you is if they flirt a lot. 
Then they offer three tips and two warnings. The three tips are, people can be immature, be aware of that, wait a while, don't seem too desperate, and become friends with them. And the warnings are, <laughs> if you're in second or third grade, it's a little weird to have a relationship where you like each other. Save the actual relationship for a little later. And don't ask them if they want to kiss you. That is really weird and uncomfortable for him or her. Save that for middle school. Wow. I don't know if I find that really helpful, <laughs> even I'm, if you're in fourth grade. Would would someone of this age go here, though, like on a wiki to go, um, how do I do this? I don't know if that, you know, who wrote this? Uh, it's originated by... What do you mean, an older person or a younger person? Yeah, what, what were they thinking at the time, you know? Oh, I remember when I was in elementary school and you know, I, I had, everyone had a rough time at you know, primary or elementary or wherever it is. Well, that's one thing about the WikiHow. You can go and see um, who's contributed to it, just like any wiki, and you can go and see like, other things they've done. So uh, Blizzard is one of the key contributors for this wiki article, and they've started 21 other articles. They've edited 5,455 edits. Christ. So here are the articles which they wrote. You know, they're an expert on elementary school crushes, so you would think the other articles would be similar, but... Yeah. Uh, how to install Ubuntu. Ubuntu, yeah. yeah. How to install Ubuntu and Windows. How to treat burns and in infants. How to memorize names and faces. How to treat dry eyes. How to keep how- guppies healthy. <laughs> how to treat a clavicle fracture. How to treat dry eyes. That's brilliant. <laughs> Lick them. <laughs> Install MediaWiki on Fedora. How to make sweet rhubarb compote tarts. How to make a meat samosa or asparagus parmesan. My God. I don't really see how that makes you an expert on elementary school crushes. That's a weird thing just to dip into, though, isn't it? Unless it's just a... He's got a notepad, or he or she's got a notepad of stuff, you know, oh... I could do that, I could do that, because it's, it's only one page, isn't it? So it's, it hasn't taken too long. It's, a, it's an afternoon's work. <laughs> Not even that. It's pretty bad day's work for me, though. H to the A... H to the A, Lee? I don't know, some weird wiki screen name here. Uh, is another key contributor. He or she has started five articles, which are what to do if you forget your lines on stage... How to deal with your ride not showing up. How to know when to call someone. (laughs) How to make a friend in the Sims 2 Pets game. So there's a lot of weird things here on this uh, wiki how. That H to the Ailey, that'd be Haley, I think. Ah, very clever. It's it's, it's street, man. Don't don't you get the kids? I can learn that. Let's see if wiki how is how to talk street. Yeah. How to talk street. Uh, let's see. It kicks back. How to talk faster. How to pick up girls while walking down the street. How to talk to your doctor about gaining weight. How to flirt with a pretty girl. Let's see if I can... How to talk slang. How to talk like a pirate. (laughs) How to understand Canadian slang. Let's try that, because we know some... (gasps) How to speak in a British accent. Oh, you got to try that now. All right, here we go. This is a uh, 10-step thing here. Trying to speak in a British accent is not always easy. Along with the accent, there are mannerisms that go along with the British themselves. 
There are hundreds of different accents within the United Kingdom, so categorizing them as a British accent is rather incorrect, as was pointed out earlier. Uh, wherever you go, you'll find an unbelievable variety of different pronunciations. The following directions describe Queen's English, rarely ever used in modern-day United Kingdom, but, but the foreigner's t- stereotypical view of how British talk. Yeah, that's right, yeah. All right, so in step one, understand that all British accents, barring those from the West Country, Liverpool, Northumbria, Northern Ireland, and parts of Scotland, lack a rhotic R. In other words, don't roll your R's. Uh, step two, pay attention to the tones and stress used throughout spoken sentences by British people. Do the sentences generally end on a higher note or the same or lower? Number three, know that British accents may be that the T's are not pronounced and that the U in stupid and duty is pronounced with a Y sound, not OO as in the American accent. Thus it is pronounced stupid, not stupid. Stupid. The standard English accent, the A, for example, in father is pronounced A-A-H. What do you pronounce <laughs> Ah, not no, ah. A like apple. The R. Ah. ah. Father. Right. Well, that's the R and apple. No, ah, 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 ah. Unless you say apple. Okay. Vowel, <laughs> <laughs> Vowel usage also varies greatly across the UK. Vowels and words such as about would be rounded in London, but usually flattened in Northern Ireland. Get a British person to say a well-known sentence like, How now, brown cow? And the rain in Spain stays mainly on the plain. Oh, God. In some regions, sometimes two or more vowels together prompt the creation of an extra syllable. For example, the word road would be pronounced road. <laughs> but in Wales and with some people in Northern Ireland, it might be pronounced road. No, no one speaks like that at all. <laughs> pronounced... No one- I've never driven on a road. <laughs> <laughs> Pronounce that T as T, not an American D. So, duty is pronounced D-Y-U-T-Y, or condensed slightly to duty, not yeah, duty. That would be more duty than duty, because you've got really hard D there. Okay. Pronounce the suffix ing with a G, so it sounds like ing rather than een. But sometimes it is shortened to in, as in looking. Yeah. So, a British person would pronounce the words human being as human being rather than human bin. <laughs> in certain areas, though, it would be pronounced as <laughs> he human being. If you're a tosser, yes. <laughs> Number eight, sometimes T's aren't pronounced at all. Especially in words where two T's group together. This is known as the glottal stop. Lottery. And is common in American English pronunciation. There we go. Lottery. Yeah. So battle might be pronounced battle. Yeah, battle. Catching air behind the back of the tongue at the end of the first syllable before expelling it. <laughs> That's not very cockney, but it's, it's more London Southern. Yeah, I'd say battle and lottery instead of battle and a lottery. All right. Sometimes the H is not pronounced. The H is always pronounced with the word herb, in contrast to the American herb. Yeah. Do you say herb, then? Uh, herbs and spices, yeah. No, that's wrong. It's herb. Well, it's herb as a person. Herbert. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's herb. 
realize that some words require the double E sound to be pronounced as E, such as in the word, well, I'd say Ben, B-E-E-N. But in an American accent, this is often pronounced Ben. In an English accent, this may be pronounced as Bean, a homophone of B-E-A-N, or just as Ben, depending on where you go. Yeah, I've been down the shops. Been, been, been. Yeah. It, it depends on what <laughs> the sentence is, though, really. <laughs> All right. Can, can I, I'm, I'm up my hand now, like a little school kid. Did, did by any chance, an American write this? Uh, we'll check that in a second. I would guess so, because the tips include visiting the United Kingdom, uh, get a British phone buddy, listen carefully, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Try imagining <laughs> a plum in your mouth. Oh, God. Try imagining a plum in your mouth. When pronouncing your vowels, try to keep your tongue as low in the mouth as possible while keeping the roof high. Talk as uh-huh. normal as possible. The placement of the tongue combined with the extra resonance should make a good start to faking a British accent. Watch out for slang words such as lads or blokes, birds or lasses, loo for toilet. Fanny or bum. Don't talk nasally. Don't talk nasally. Half the country talks nasally. Don't narrow your mouth too much when you say words like shark or chance. The resulting sound will make you sound like a South African. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think you'll get it right by talking quickly, either. It is likely that any true British person will know you're faking straight away. And how, how does a South African say shark, then? Is it shuck? Uh, you know, I guess so. Chance. Shuck. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> He's brilliant. <laughs> How to find a British family to spend some time with to improve your English. That's one of the how-tos. Yeah, if you're looking on the wiki on how to speak English, don't come over here, please. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we can make that our fun site for people to poke around with. One one last question about English and American-isms, I mm-hmm. suppose. Uh, there's a rude word coming up, by the way. Um, wanker. Is that a swear word in America? No. It's not a swear word in America, because... It's It's been on The Simpsons, hasn't it? Homer Simpson has said wanker. Yes. And uh, Charlie from Lost has said wanker a couple of times. What does wanker mean? I know what it would mean <laughs> in in the sense you're thinking, but uh-huh. it ends up um, kind of in the way of like uh, screwing around, kind of result, would change to just goofing around and not doing what you're supposed to. It, it's kind of just... A wanker is just... Like a, a useless loser kind of person, like completely unreliable. Right. So it's not someone tossing one off or no. knocking one out. No, not not anymore. That's, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've always wanted to know why they had Homer Simpson call someone a wanker. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think there's a lot of slang that gets uh, misused and so it loses its meaning. I'm going to check if the wiki how has anything about wanker. How, how to wank. Un- uh, oh, my God. <laughs> All right, here's three things came up. How to understand British terms. How to have hair like a rock star. And someone whose name is unfortunately TJ Wanker. (laughs) Trumpet player. All right, so how to have hair like a rock star. And step three says you don't want to look like a wanker. And then I really, depending on region, I'm actually uh, speaking quite colorfully, so I apologize for that. But here we go with uh, how to understand British terms. Some English speakers communicating with WikiHow editors from the UK will need to know just a little more about the lingo. Step one, be aware certain food items are called by different names. Chips are thick fries. French fries are thin fries. 
Yep, that's right. Crisps are potato chips. A biscuit is a cookie. Yeah. Learn the different parts of a building. The ground floor is the same as the American first floor. Really? Therefore, the first floor is the floor above ground level. So you walk into a building, that's your first floor? Yes. No, you're wrong. That's the ground floor. <laughs> All right. A lift is an elevator. Yeah. A bedsit is a one-room apartment. A flat is a general term for an apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, terms for when you're on the move. The bonnet is the hood of the car. Mm-hmm. The boot is the trunk of the car. Yeah. However, a trunk call is a long-distance phone call, not associated with automobiles at all. A roundabout is a traffic circle. We have those here. Uh, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. A traffic circle? Yeah. Well, we have a roundabout, we call them. But... Oh, you call it a traffic circle. Well, it says a roundabout. Is it really called a traffic circle? Yeah. Well, they yes. call, no, they call them jug handles and roundabout. Well, there's a roundabout. It's, they call them both. Jug handles. <laughs> the, colors, the colors of a traffic light are red, amber, and green, not yellow. Ours is yellow. Mm-hmm. The sidewalk is called a pavement or footpath. Petrol is yeah. gasoline. Yeah. Avoid embarrassment by understanding these differences. A bum is a derriere, not a homeless person. Spell and pronounce oh. ass as arse. Yeah, we're going to go into the bum and fanny now, aren't well, there's we? No, yeah, there's only about four of these here. Uh, don't call your bum your fanny. The fanny is a female reproductive organ. Uh, we got toilet. Has, has it got anything there for fag? Yep, is a cigarette. Yeah. The British are well aware of the American meaning, it says. Oh, yes. Uh, rubber is an eraser. <laughs> uh, I'm stuffed means I'm full. The word stuffed can also be interpreted in a negative or insulting manner. All right, well, there's there's a whole bunch here, and we don't need to go through them all here. There's, I'll put the link for this particular thing. But the whole thing that brought us here was um, this idea of a wanker. And it says, while wanker is used humorously in the United States... It's a reference to someone who masturbates and is generally a derogatory term. Do not use it in polite company. So, there you go. So, And there's your moral as well. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to phrase that in a way that uh, doesn't offend. <laughs> Don't use the W word in polite company. Hang on, I'm trying it down, sorry. <laughs> That's all right. All right, so we have uh, just a couple of wiki how things you might want to take a look at. Um... And that's basically it. So we'll be back in about a week with some crazy news stories from outside our own lives. Uh, mm-hmm. A couple other things to take a look at. And and that's about it. Thank yeah, you. thank you very much, uh, guys, for joining us on our search through Wiki, I that's suppose. Right. Wiki how. Wiki how. All right, so we will see you guys in about a week. Thanks yeah, for listening. Thank you very much, guys. Belongs to the English. What about the Swiss? Please, what are they good at? 
Jesus How are they gonna beat us? We'll kick their ass with class midfield genius They're amoebas and we're lions Who do you think a winner isn't brain science? We're not violent but violent abusive If someone has a bad game we say Eleven superhumans led by Dave Beckham With the ball at his feet to teach you a good lesson With a right footed weapon at free kicks We're laughing at Croatia's kick as it England are gonna win So get yourself off the pub and sing Cause this bit of bling is there to take And it's coming home in Spence's suitcase England are gonna win So get yourself off the pub and sing Cause this bit of bling is there to take And it's coming home in Spence's suitcase Look who's in Group A Same old Spain Same old lame team with the same old names Can't play the game cause they're always cheating I hope we meet them and give them a good beating Speaking of cheats, Greece are done bad. They wanted to lock up a lot of plane spotters What silly plonkers, why bother coming? You're only gonna go in quickly with nothing Something must be said about the Russians Not very good, end of discussion Rushing on to Portugal Who walked to fall flat on their testicles And best of all would be to see them grin So we'd know they ain't really blokes but women I studied the form and I know you're cracked So get them back to an early bath Haha, <laughs> Latvia, look what you like I can't believe you even qualified You tried your best, now get lost, it's over It's a man's game, not a place for jokers Bunch of weed smokers, that'll be the Dutch Can't see the ball cause they're all fucked up But not us, no way, we came to kick ass And laugh at the Germans when they come last They're so crafty, they're always diving We survived the war to give them more good hidings It's no surprise that they didn't supply hairnets You're meant to get your hair cut short in all fairness And where is Denmark? You're looking vacant I don't have a clue but they produce a lot of bacon If I'm not mistaken, they are European And somewhere close to that soul of Sweden Well, you did leave them Spent to join us and you must be pleased Cause we're leagues above And plus we don't play in really gay colours And we ain't a backwards bunch of dumb f We discovered the beautiful game And it's a shame when the vulgar Bulgarians play England are gonna win So get yourself off the pub and sing Cause this bit of bling is there to take And it's coming home in Spence's suitcase England are gonna win So get yourself off the pub and sing Cause this bit of bling is there to take And it's coming home in Spence's suitcase England are gonna win So get yourself off the pub and sing Cause this bit of bling is there to take And it's coming home in Spence's suitcase England are gonna win So get yourself off the pub and sing Cause this bit of bling is there to take And it's coming home in Spence's suitcase